Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to the Super Rugby Aotearoa Round 1 Preview. Hi, I'm Paul, the guy behind Driving Mall and also the founder of New Zealand Sports Radio. And yes, this is a special show for you. Uh, to get up to speed and ready for the weekend's rugby. Joining me to go through all the games uh, and preview it all, I've got Cornflake. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing very well. Thanks for having me yet again and making a resurgent return back onto the channel, eh? <laughs> Absolutely. Coming <laughs> coming back for, off the long run-up, two feet tackle <laughs> straight in there. Um so we kick off we have two games this weekend and I guess the big news of it all isn't so much the rugby it's the crowds I mean uh, was it 16,000 or so tickets sold for the Highlanders for tomorrow night and uh, something like 36,000 sold for the Blues on Saturday oh, sorry on Sunday night or Sunday afternoon um, fantastic crowds uh, well done guys uh, well yeah well done for them to get all those tickets but I mean, it just shows you the appetite that uh, that's been built up by no sport for the last three months, isn't it, Steve? Oh, well, yeah. You knew it was going to happen as soon as it went to the fact that the the fans could go back to the games. You knew that they're all going to be flying on in there. The tickets would go like wildfire. Um, I read a thing earlier. I don't know how true it is saying that it's up to nearly 20,000 for Forsyth Bar now. So that's just madness and crazy. It's just flying out. But yeah, expected. You just kind of hope that, you know, two weeks down the track, three weeks down the track, you know, as things start to settle back to normalcy as they call it it's we'll still get good crowds for these games hopefully but um yeah we'll see what happens but yeah it's great to see anyway great for the teams great for the players great for the atmosphere absolutely look um, i hope that the, the, that the highlanders and the blues have got some good uh, match day experience um, and that both forsyth bar and Ian park really have pulled out these all the stops for this because look let's give all these people a fantastic experience and get them coming back no matter what happens on the pitch, really. But let's be honest, we're here to talk about what's going to happen on the pitch. First up, Highlanders versus the Chiefs. Um, uh, let's quickly run through the that Highlanders team. Uh, Aiden Johnson, Ash Dixon, 
um, Satay uh, Tokalahe uh, on the front row, Parry Parry Parkinson, uh, Josh Dixon in the engine room, Shan Shannon Frizzell, Dylan Hunt, uh, Marino Makilei Tu'u is, uh, is uh, in the number eight. You've got Aaron Smith and Josh Wani leading the round around the park. Tomkinson and Thompson are in the centres. And they're back three of Nariki, Sam Gilbert and Mitch Hunt in 15. Quickly through that bench, Liam Coltman, Daniel Lennart-Brown, Jeff Thwaites, um, Manakai uh, Selby-Rickett, um, Cherokee Ben-Nicholas, uh, Kane Hammington, uh, Terangi Walden and um, Villamoni Croy. Um, I guess for me, the thing that stands out there is the debutants and seeing Sam Gilbert in there. Um, really, he's I mean, he's come from nowhere, hasn't he? Yep, he's <laughs> absolutely <laughs> nowhere. I mean, it's it's the Highlanders needed something, don't they? They need someone that they've had problem areas in those areas uh, from the start of the you know normal regular part of the season. So, I mean. This is how you develop players, and this is how you get new stars. This is how new players enter. They've got a debut sometime, and I mean, yeah, fair play to them. I mean, this is an area that the Highlanders need to find some players, uh, especially out in the wings, and they need to stop trying to makeshift players to, to be another sort of suspicion. So I hope, you know, for their sake, putting in an out and out winger, doing his job, hopefully they get something out of this uh, guy and and he may still, you know, find himself there in the future. But, yep, it, I expect plenty more to come from it as well. This is this is how it's bred. This is how it's born. So hopefully hopefully he can step up to the challenge uh, for the Highlanders' sake at least. Yeah, and he brings something different. He's a, he's a big boy. Um, you've got Mitch Hunt, who's obviously the playmaker. Um, on the other wing, you've um, got Nariki, who's that speedster, elusive kind of guy. Uh, and then Sam Gilbert is the more powerful, larger, bo larger body. So yeah, mixing it up, giving something different, uh, which is why he's got the selections. So yeah, good luck to him on his um, on his debut. Um, what other talking points do you see from this uh, from this selection? Um, well, I mean, the big points for me from this game, I think the big matchup where this game is going to be ultimately won or lost is in the back row. That's the big part for me. If the Highlanders can match it there, they're in for chance because the combination of Jacobson and Boschier, those two guys can pretty much single-handedly control how a game is played, the pace it's played at, and the way the game goes. They are outstanding players. They've come along so much in the last 12 months or so. And if they aren't controlled by the Highlanders or hidden, I guess, and, and kind of put in their place by the Highlanders, it could be a very, very, very long night without the ball, a lot of defence, and to me, that needs a big standing up from the main man, I think, needs to really step up is Shannon Frizzell, but Dylan Hunt as well has got to be a guy that's got to really uh, pick it up. Those guys need to shut down that back row of the Chiefs. I think they could really yeah, get that... Sorry? Carry on. So I know I'm 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 on, I'm on 4G on my phone, so it's oh. cutting out a little bit, and I thought you'd stop, which is why I kind of stopped, I was going to step in there. But yeah, with 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 Lanchies out for the season, they really need those other guys to step up. Let's just run through quickly the Gallagher Chiefs uh, side: um, Aiden Ross, uh, Samisoni, um, Tulakayo, um, Nipo Luolala in that front row, Mitchell uh, Brown, and Tupu Va'ai, the debutante from Taranaki, uh, there in the engine room. Luke Jacobson, Latchin Bashir, who you've already mentioned, with uh, Peter Guz Sokowalu, um, Brad Weber, and Caleb Trask 
are going to be running things. Antoinette Brown and Quinter Pye in the end, uh, in the centres, and then a back three of Sean Wainui, Sean Stevenson, uh, and Damian McKenzie on the bench. Bradley Slater, Ryan Coxon, Ross Glenda Hayes, um, Nayato Okoy, uh, Dylan Nell, Triple T, Aaron Cruden, and Etienne uh, Nanai Satoro. The um, and yes, you're you're chuckling there at all my pronunciations. I'm sorry, guys, um, but um, you, you've got that, uh, that, that 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 I guess for me the two things here is those two really inexperienced players playing at five and ten. Tupu Vai, a lot of us don't know that much about him, uh, but apparently a tall, rangy lock. So we're going to see how he goes. Uh, and then also Caleb Trask in in at ten there. Uh, look, we, we, we've we've talked through these games several times on several different shows, haven't we? Let's be honest. Um, <laughs> And yeah, you think you think that's a, that, that's a tactical masterstroke by uh, uh, by Gatland? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm just surprised that the triple T thing has still survived all this time, and it's, it's still an active sort of thing. But yeah, I do um, mainly because of the bench. Now I, I look at that bench, and you see that there's one Mr. Aaron Cruden sitting there in number twenty two. Um, so for me, this is pretty much Gatland looking at this and saying, right, Caleb, you go out there. You try and do the best you can. You know, you can't expect too much from the guy, but I, I'll go out there, play your game. If you make a mistake, no problem. Move on. Don't hammer the guy too much. Give him, I think they'll give him 40, 45 minutes at most, and then on will come Cruden, and he'll complete the game. He'll finish the game. He's got that ability, the experience, all that sort of stuff from, from being an all-black. You know, all, all the stuff he's achieved throughout his whole career. He's a guy who doesn't get flustered and... For me, if, if someone like Trask was in there at the end of the game coming off the bench, he's going to be he's going to be destroyed if he makes a, a big, big error that costs him the game or misses the, the game-winning kick, something like that. That makes or breaks a player. Probably don't put him under that pressure right now. You've got Crude in there. Let him take that pressure. Let him deal with that, uh, that problem at the end of the game. Um, and I think it's just smart. I think it's a good thing to do with an experienced player. Build up the confidence of the youngster instead. Let them play that first part of the match and um, then bring on your, your good heads, your experienced heads to finish the job off. So, yeah, I think it's smart. And what else do you expect from having a, a clever, experienced coach like that at the helm of the Chiefs? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, coming into this, I had the Chiefs um, well up. But then you go and look at the unavailable players. Atu Molly, Angus Ta'avo, um, Langlun, McFonnell, uh, Michael Allardyce, Michael Carpick, Nathan Harris, Sam Kane, Sam Nickel. Uh, yeah, a bunch of starters there who are missing. This team is not going to be the team that we saw um, at the beginning of the season. The question is, can they actually get those, um, uh, can, can they get performances up with all those changes? Um, it's going to be interesting to see, again, Damon McKenzie back as well. Um, Aaron make, uh, Aaron on the um, in the live chat mentions, yeah, that uh, Cruden came off the bench against the Blues and destroyed them. Um, so, yes, exactly. This is, this is what we, it's, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's kind of something we Gatland the give the give the young guy uh, some experience, um, give him the opportunity, and then yeah, get the old heads come off and finish things off. We call the bench and finish things off. Um, look, prior to seeing the selections, I went um, Chiefs by seven. I think it could be a bit closer than that now. Um, which way of uh, which which, which uh, you've got your Highlands Highlands hoodie on? <laughs> Is this a heart or a mind pick that you're going to be choosing here? Oh, definitely. Oh, there's no doubt about it. It's definitely, it's a heart and mind pick. You know, you've got to go both ways with it. No, I, I agree with you. I, I've said the same things leading up to this match as well. Before it, 
It was heavily a Chiefs' favourite uh, matchup going into this one, but through no action of the Highlanders, they've just done what the Highlanders do, just potter away. Um, they've, they've done nothing terrible. Uh, no one's really got broken extra that they already had. And the Chiefs have kind of, not through the fault of their own, but just through injuries. You know, no Sam Kane, Artu Moli, they're the big ones from this week that have gone. So those guys have rather weakened their team, I think, especially in the tight five, which, like I said at the start, if the Highlanders can especially get that back row and they can get the whole pack to match up with that Chiefs, which I think they're really capable of, this is a chance that they could go man for man, put it into the backs and, and see what can happen. And you've got matchups all over the park in this as well. Don't forget, you've got Cruden versus Weber. Um, not Cruden, sorry. You've got Aaron Smith versus Brad Weber. Um, in the nines, that's going to be a really good matchup to see as well. So, goodness me, what are, what else can we um, expect from this? It's going to be a bit of a cracker of a matchup. I've gone, yep, yeah, I'm going the boys on the chest, uh, Highlanders by two. That's just my pick. Close one. Close one. Yeah, it should be a cracker. Looking, really looking forward to this tomorrow evening um, at, uh, was it uh, five past seven uh, mm. kickoff we have for this one. Now, a couple of disagreements as to kind of why. Um, it, uh, is, it, it, it's happened. Has it happened for the UK um, TV or has it happened because they, can, they don't have to fly in and fly out on the day? Uh, so that, that was um, and so that, that, that was part of it. But yes, it, it, it was probably down to uh, the European TV times. Um, and remember, five past seven was the original uh, scheduling time prior to the whole lockdown. Yeah, so one we have was that a game. reason, the well, other was an excuse. There's, <laughs> or the other one was like, this is why we can move it rather than actually yeah. why we've moved it. Yeah, this, this, this allows us to move it. Um, moving on then to, oh, oh, sorry, no, the other reason, that they, the, actually the excuse they had was uh, it's allowed people to play their club games, go <laughs> home, have a shower and get across town to get to, the, get to the match. That was the excuse. The reason they could do it was because of the flights in and out. That's right. Okay, um, moving on to Sunday then. We have the Blues versus the Hurricanes. Um, and the Blues, yeah, apparently selection headaches, they say, um, and especially in the back three. Um, but let's, uh, let's run through then the Blues lineup. Um, Alex Hodgman, James Parsons, offered Tonga Fast. Good Hugh in the end room. Tom Robinson, Blake Gibson, and Hoskins, Satutu, uh, are, the, uh, the, are your Lucys. Sam Norkin and Terry Black. Um, uh, will be leading the team around. TJ Fiani and Rico Iwani in the uh, centres with Caleb Clark, Mark Talia uh, and Bowden Barrett as your back three. Off the bench, Kirk Eklund, um, Lindemund, Marcel Retner, uh, Gerard Cowley-Tuotti, uh, Dalton Papier-Lehi, uh, Finley Christie, Harry Plummer and Matt um, Duffy. People not considered due to injuries, Carl Twangafassi, Jack's, uh, Jack Hyton, Jared Page, Stephen Perifetta, um, as well as season-ended injuries to Ray Nuai, James Tucker, um, and Chalani Talia. A big name I've not mentioned there, Dan Carter, um, amongst all of that. But yeah, he's just not conditioned yet, ready for, for this. Um, so yeah, so interesting that they've actually got Bowden Barrett, and then also Harry Plummer. On the bench, uh, how, how many playmakers do they need in this team? Well, it's the Blues, isn't it? So, I mean, as, <laughs> as many as they could get, they probably fill the whole bench with them. They could and just, you know, well, you're not working, off you go. Let's bring on the next one and see how that works instead. Oh, it's an interesting team, isn't it? It's a really interesting team. Um, 
the big talking points, of course, is Bowden Barrett. I mean, you could go over that a million times. The old club, first game for the new club. Um, he's going to be a big factor. I mean, it doesn't matter what number he's wearing on the back of his shirt. He's going to be a big, big factor. Um, and I think we talked about this in, in the build-up to this competition starting a lot, didn't we? How whoever made these fixtures, you know, he was a smart man. He would have sat there and go, what can I really do to get all the people involved in this as much as possible? What can I do to get everyone at the stadium, obviously, wasn't probably thinking of that at the time because it seemed unlikely, but watching on TV. This is the ultimate of how to get people watching the game. I'm surprised it wasn't the opener, to be completely honest, but just that factor of one of the best players in the world switching clubs, playing for his, against his old team, it's just a matchup made in, in competition heaven, isn't it, really? So that's a big factor. Um, and... I guess not having his brother on the other team has kind of come up with a factor as well, but I'm sure you get to the Hurricanes in a second. Uh, but, yeah, the Blues, they could be a lot, but I don't think it's going to be the starting 15 that ultimately decide this matchup. Uh, Rico Iwani at 13, a big, big... I think we've seen a lot of it, but it, is this the right call for his career? Is he going to see a black jersey in this jumper? Thinking about long-term for Rico, he's got to really stand up and perform. But there's a lot you want to see in here. I think... The bench for me is massive. And again, we'll talk about the Hurricanes, but Kelly Toyoti is a man for me that I think needs to start. And there's a second row on the other side of the equation on the bench as well that I think needs to see a lot more game time because those two guys, I think, have a huge future um, in the New Zealand rugby. But yeah, agree with the comments. The pack needs to stand up. We need to see more from Hoskins to Tutu. I think he's going to be a key man as the season wears on. And that back row, massive. Tom Robertson needs more. It's just the Blues. It's just the Blues, though. We've got to talk about not Bowden Barrett. That's the key thing, because we know what he's going to do, and I think the Canes are what he's going to do as well. So it's everyone else, I think, needs to stand up to a better level, and they could be a real competition threat. Yeah, I mean, if you look at that back three of Tom Robinson, Blake Gibson, Hoskins to two, two, that, but, um, those, those Lucy's, it's a, it's a real young, pretty inexperienced set there. They're good, and they're going to come up against some guys who are uh, more experienced than they are, and they're going to have to show some some uh, some game now. So you're right. I think the idea of Bernard Barrett at 15 is he's still learning some of the game plans, whereas Terry Black has run this team and run this team well uh, at the beginning of the season. So hence why he's been given that 10 jersey. The other name that's not here uh, is um, James Marchant, um, who I think uh, again he's a specialist, uh, really a 13, got pushed out onto the wing because of Rico Iwani. Taylor being back from the sevens, there's just no room for him. Uh, but I think a lot, of us, a lot of people have been very impressed with how he played pre-lockdown. So so some strength and depth there. Um, but as you say, yeah, interesting choice there about Cowley Tuiotti. Um, let's move on and let's just run through that hurricane side then. Fraser Armstrong, Dane Coles, Tyrrell Lomax in the front row. Um, James Blackwell and Scott Scrafton in the engine room. Reed Princip, um, Duplisi, uh, Karifi, uh, Gareth Evans, are the Lucys, TJ Perinara and Jackson Garden Bashup uh, to run things. Lamapi and Arso back in that combination in the centres with the Ben Lamb, Wes Houston, and Chase Tiatia, your, your back three. A bench that has a 6 2 split, folks. Um, Amua, Mafileo, Fidel are your front row replacements. Isaiah Walker, Laurie, who's that person you're talking about there on that bench? Vifa Fita and Ardi Surveyor, two All Blacks to come off the bench there. Um, Jamie Booth and Billy Proctor. Um, to me, uh, the main risk piece here is going to be around um, Jackson Garden Bashup. If he goes down, 
I'm looking around going, Ooh, there's no playmakers left to step in and run this team. Um, risky, risky selection. Uh, I, I guess TJ Piranara could step into 10. Uh, maybe he is the backup 10 uh, in this uh, in this squad. It's probably most likely, isn't it? I mean, you don't even have an option of if he's playing a really bad game or anything like that. Maybe the Blues could just lend one. They could just swap, you know, switch over <laughs> Harry Plummer for for a Jamie Booth or something for for half an hour or something like that. But yeah, um, I think I talked a little bit about it before. The bench is going to be the massive, massive deciding factor in this game. When you look at that, and you stole my thunder a bit on there, the split on the bench as well. We kind of know what we're going to get from the Hurricanes, which is very un-Hurricanes like, isn't it? We're going to see, I think, a game where they're going to play a forward dominating fixture, and they have some absolute talent sitting on that bench ready to go. I mean, the impact you're going to get from, I think, the second row and the back row especially is going to be insane. Uh, and you've got that experience already there. I mean, Red Princeck played with the Crusaders already before. Um, Dupesi Karifi is one of the great up-and-comers in New Zealand rugby as well. Gareth Evans, a journeyman, he, he's such a high-talented player that just consistently is good. And then you just go, well, we might look at our bench now and bring on Vaifafita and Adi Savia. Why the hell not? And then, bang, you've got a big impact coming off there. We talk about the back row of the Blues. They've got to stand up to that. They have to stand up massively. We get to see now what the guys like Dalton Popeleti are really made of when they're coming up against a fresh Fafita or Severe on the other side. Um, yep, you're right about Wakalera. He's a guy I really want to see um, in this team more and more, along with Kelly Toyoti. I think we've got some really good up-and-coming locks coming through New Zealand rugby, which is great to see. But, yep, that number 10 jumper, doesn't matter what team you go to, there's a bit of a concern over that number 10 jumper all over the place. But uh, we will see how Garden Bishop goes. And what's going to be more interesting, I think, is how much pressure Perinara takes because I find he can be a player who, when the team kind of looks at him and goes, I want you to take a bit more of the pressure, you know, off your number 10 or, or you know, kind of control the game a bit more yourself rather than leave it to your outside man. He kind of gets a little bit big for the game and it kind of takes over his whole core roles of what he does. And he kind of just does too much almost effectively that you would see from a normal number nine. So that's going to probably affect him. But what's going to affect more is, I think, just their passion to want to get one over Bowden. That's what's really at stake here. Competition points, nah, who cares? They want to beat Bowden up. They just want to not take him out, but they just want to beat them. And that's going to be the real driving force behind so many of these guys that have played with him for so long. And they'll know how he plays as well. So they'll have a few tricks up their sleeve. They'll know how to put pressure on him and what makes him tick and what makes them not tick. So expect to see some clever stuff from the Hurricanes. And I just think if this game's close near the last 10, 15 minutes, the Blues fans might not be celebrating on the way home. Yeah, I, I, I was kind of confident look, um, before mm-hmm. this, but then looking at the lineups, I'm, I'm starting to become less and less so. Um, and you're, you're, you're talking me out of them as well. The... Um, <laughs> the, the, the more I hear you talk, like, oh no, this is going this is going to go really badly for my team. Um, the I, I do a question mark about Karifi. Look, he is an up and comer, but he's a guy who tends to get pinged a lot. And I'm wondering, with the extra uh, vigilance and the extra focus around the breakdown that we've heard, they're supposed to, that the referees have been asked to do, will he just get blown off the park? Um, and how well will he adapt to this game style? So he's that 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 I'm going to find really um, kind of one of the interesting things within this game is how does Karifi adapt because yeah I say he is a bit of a penalty machine because he does play right on that edge trying to snaffle that ball 
Um, and it's going to be interesting to see because of the immediate roll away, the immediate release, how that's going to impact his game. Um, so I'm looking forward to see how that um, uh, how that one pans out and how he how he goes um, from um, personally. Um, the as you say, massive massive uh, role for Papulihi to play off that bench um, against that other side. Um, and uh, yeah, look, another one that I think is uh, is 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 shaping up to be a cracking game. Chase Tiatia um, from 15 has played really well at Super Rugby. When he got pushed onto the bench, pushed onto the wing, didn't quite look, that, that didn't suit his game style so much. Um, so I'm glad to see him back there uh, in that role. Obviously, it's because of injury to Geordie um, Barrett, unfortunately. But, um, but that, that, I, that's the reason I want to see Chase Tiatia in. And I think he's a cracking um, player who's coming through as well. Um, so yeah, this one should be, um, and, and it should, should, should be a really, another really good game. As you say, we think of the hurricanes as a lightweight front five, but actually they could get, they, they could get the, uh, the nudge on up front here in this one. And if they do, that back line is just deadly. Um, so, uh, I've gone, I've gone blues by three, but, um, but I'm a lot less confident now than I was. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I recorded uh, my preview that I'm putting on my channel earlier uh, today. And I was the same to you. We, we did a video yesterday uh, with some guys from South Africa. And you know, I was pretty confident of the Blues there too, but that was pre-lineups. And I looked at this lineup and I did my video after lineups come out and I looked at that bench and I thought, oh, if this is close, I mean, that impact of, of the Savias and the Fafitas is, is going to be huge. And now doing this with you here, I look at it more and I see – if Rico doesn't show up in that 13 jumper, you've got such an experienced combination of Laumapi and Aso that are going to run them ragged with, with combination plays and experience of being together. When you've got Fayani and Ioani who haven't, that actually rhymes quite nicely, doesn't it? Who've played not so much together. They don't have that kind of link that you'd, ex that you'd see from the experience of the other guys. So, I mean, there's so much on this match that if someone really stands up here, it's so evenly matched between each and every position and it just takes a big game from someone that could completely shatter this whole matchup and change the whole dynamic of it completely. So it's, it's an opportunity, isn't it, to stand up because the whole world around rugby is going to be watching this game and the previous one. And something we failed to mention, I guess, going into this is the crowd as well. You know, Forsyth Bar is going to be packed. Uh, we did sign at the start, but how impactful that will be on these teams um, if they can get in there behind the blues, that could boost them a little bit more as well. But I'm going to stick with my original pick that I did yesterday, which was the blues by four. Um, I'll stick with that because I've already said it about three or four times now. So I just hope that they can get out fast, get some early points and I'll uh, put some pressure uh, on the hurricanes. Hopefully you'll just not have enough to get home at the end. But um, a final point on the canes though, just want to ask your thoughts on it. It's it's kind of gone under the radar here, but is Kubus Van Wyk uh, the cleverest South African on the planet, or cleverest rugby player South Af rugby playing South African on the planet? Because we bagged him at the start of the season for coming over here to New Zealand to play for the Hurricanes, and now look, he's the only South African playing rugby, isn't he? So I mean, credit to him. Well, he's he's clever. He would be if he got selected. Well. He's <laughs> He's still on the team. He's, he's training at least. He's in a he's in a playing squad. I mean, yeah. I mean, good on him. I mean, who could have predicted this? He no, I, good on him. <laughs> <laughs> he's come over here uh, and he's and he's he got his he's got a hat trick uh, and he's made he's he's put his hand up um, 
and really uh, yeah, a lot of people were like wow okay we thought he really was a journeyman why why do they pick him and now you you understand why they like why they why they signed him um so yeah you've you got to, yeah you, you're right you're there um and that crowd thing could be a big thing there's a number of players here who have not played in front of a crowd like this okay you all blacks have obviously um uh and but some but there'll be an awful lot of other players here who haven't played with that that that's um that big crowd uh so there may be a few nerves there may be a couple of players who yeah who, who do get a bit shell-shocked and go out there and go oh, what all these people actually watching us wow <laughs> um now for some that's going to feed them and they'll, they'll and, and they'll just they'll, they'll just they'll grow an extra an extra foot for others they'll go into their shells and just get nervous so it's yeah it's going to be interesting again to see how that impacts different players uh on on this one but yeah you're right the the crowd could have an influence in there um so there we go there you go folks you are now ready for your weekend's worth of rugby um ashwin and stephen harris are both going to be at eden park so i might get them to do a couple of live videos on to the dry onto the uh, new zealand sports radio uh facebook page so uh, do keep an eye out for those uh, don't forget to like that page uh, also you can listen to all of our content as a podcast as well just search for new zealand sports radio on itunes spotify iHeartRadio, and all that kind of stuff and stephen you mentioned that you are putting out your preview on your channel give everyone a quick uh, a quick shout to where that is Yep, you can just find me by searching for Cornflake um, on YouTube is the main thing, or you can head to, if you want a written version and, and not the talking version, you can head to BehindThePost.com and find that there as well, which is already up. The preview um, video format will be up tonight, but um, you'll be able to find uh, the matches being played out this weekend as well on Rugby Challenge 3 if you're into that sort of gameplay thing as well as uh, we've got predictions. And don't forget, Paul hasn't mentioned it, but you could win the yellow cap if you come and join us in Super Brew, which I'm sure Paul's got one going <laughs> as well, it is all for the yellow cap. Uh, so make sure to tune in. I've to got our two going. Super Brew pages. Got one for my supporters and via Patreon. Um, so yeah, so you can yes, yeah, so I've got two. Yeah, one for um, uh, one open to the public and one open to just my supporters uh, via Patreon.com. So Patreon.com forward slash Driving More uh, for that private uh, um, chat one if you want to. Um, now, Stephen, the other thing is that's been fun is that because we are the only place in the world that is doing, uh, that has got rugby, we have been inundated by podcasts in the UK, South Africa, et cetera, going, Hey guys, can you come on please and tell us what's going on? Um, I've done, yeah. So I, I've, I've done two, one last night, one this morning. Um, it sounds like you've done a couple as well. Uh, it, it's, 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 it's been fun, hasn't it? Being the center of attention. Yeah. I mean, you kind of fall under the radar, but I guess uh, everyone just kind of follows it all as a whole kind of, big thing with Sansa, doesn't it, with, with the Australians and the South Africans. Uh, everyone's a bit of an expert, but now we're all by ourselves. And that kind of depth thing, when you're talking about Sam Gilberts and guys like that, no one really knows what they're going to offer, even less than us. And uh, we haven't seen those guys much either. So, yeah, the, your your knowledge on things like the Mighty Ten Cup and, and just the games from beforehand and the guys that sit on the bench or sit in the stands and uh, how they play and the effects of, of stadiums and things like that comes into a bit more of a um, knowledge pool. So it's cool. It's good. And uh, hopefully, you know, we can get a few new, more fans and a bit more going on with New Zealand rugby. will be cool. It'll be fantastic. We'll be back uh, at 8 p.m. on Sunday evening with the uh, roundup of all of the action from the two games. Um, so do join us then uh, on New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you, everyone, for watching. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.